0: Good morning, America. Welcome, Christians, conservatives, constitutionalists, liberals, libertarians, communists, Islamists, LGBTQRS XYZ people, and anybody else I may have missed to the Sons of Liberty Radio Show here on Red State Talk Radio. I'm your host, Tim Brown, coming to you live from the U.S. occupied state of South Carolina. I'm the editor at SonsOfLibertyMedia.com, and for our Muslim friends, I'm the infidel that Allah warned you about. I hold to the book, the Bible, as the authoritative word of God. Glad that you guys have joined His here on Tuesday morning. I've got such a busy week, um, an exciting week, actually, and uh, glad that you guys have joined me here this morning for the show. SonsofLibertyRadio.com is where you can find us, SonsOfLibertyMedia.com as well. In fact, if you want to watch the video portion of the show, you can go to SonsOfLibertyMedia.com, scroll down right there on the right, and that's right, you can see the faces made for radio right there on SonsOfLibertyMedia.com. You can also catch that live video feed on my Twitter account, FPPTim. If you're on Periscope, it's Setting Brush Fires, you can also follow us on our Facebook page, Bradley Dean S.O.L., which they're threatening to pull. Um, but we have our attorneys on that, so we're going to have a big story come out of that, sooner or later. It's just it's just going to happen. Um, our YouTube channel is B. Dean Sons of Liberty. I'm sure they're going to pull this video within a couple hours. So if you want to download it and share it with your friends everywhere else, you have my permission to do so. Please do so. Um, Beforeitsnews.com, you can catch us there as well. We're there every weekday morning at 6 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Eastern Time on Saturdays, and then Bradley's on at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, Monday through Saturday. DLive.tv, you guys over there, we appreciate you guys too. The Sons of Liberty is where you can catch us there. You can also find us on SpreelyGab, MeWeMinds, and USA.life at Sons of Liberty and Sons of Liberty Media. And um, if you'd like to call in, you can do so. Uh, We're having a little trouble with the connection to Red State this morning. I've sent a message to Scott. I haven't heard anything back. So we're all across the video platforms at least. And uh, I'm pretty sure the phone lines are working there. So if you want to call in, the number is 215-TALK-TALK, 215-867-8255. Now, today's just going to be a little bit of a rant, okay? I normally don't get in a rant mode, and this may not even turn up turn out to be a rant mode. As some of the people who um, are friends with me on Facebook, uh, I gave a little bit of a rant last night. Um, <clears throat> but this is kind of, this is born out of several things that I see going on. And here where I'm at in the U.S. occupied state of South Carolina, in this area that I'm in, <clears throat> I don't see all this BLM and TIFA stuff. I think most of those people got good enough sense to stay away out of this area, okay? I feel like I've got something in my throat, excuse me. I think they have enough sense to stay out of this area because they know people will go out and meet them, and they'll go out and meet them armed, okay? But there are some people, again, who like to hide behind the keyboard. Let me share this wonderful, lovely, loving, very loving email. From this non-despicable person this is from zach wilson this is an email that i received yesterday i hope you die in pain you are a despicable person you know karma no i don't know her i never met her when bad things will happen to you don't wonder why they're happening oh i don't if bad things happen to me the bible tells me they happen to me for my good they happen to though their their God works all things together for good for those who love him and are called according to his purpose. Because you are a crappy person. Judging by what I heard from you on YouTube, I'd say your beliefs clearly don't validate gay, trans, non-binary, intersex, and or queer people, or maybe even people who love solidarity and abortion and hate capitalism and cops. Well yeah, I don't validate any of that stuff. But of course, this is a loving person, right? This is a person who's supposed to be loving. You're a homophobic lowlife. Homophobia is a rational fear and or loathing of gay people. Well, I'm not scared of gay people. I like happy people. I really like happy people. I like being around happy people. And I don't hate or loathe sodomites. I go to them... Understanding that their sin is destroying their lives and the lives of those around them. And I desire that they would stop doing that. And the only way for them to stop doing that, really, is to be reconciled to God, faith in our Lord Jesus. And so that's the message I have for them. Zach goes on to say, it's an excellent it's an excellent terms to describe certain attitudes because it puts emphasis on the irrational element of the attitude and it will probably, and it was probably a reaction to the pathologization of our identities that our community mostly faced in the sixties and seventies. Um, no, Zach, it's an issue that you're engaged in criminal activity. Crimes against nature is what it's called. It's on the books of every state in the union and our forefathers dealt with it in a variety of ways. Your behavior is no different as far as in terms of the law in violation of it than the guy who steals from another guy or the guy who murders somebody or the person who commits perjury. Your behavior is that. Well, I can't control it. Well, some people can't control that they want to rape. Some people don't can't control that they want to steal. Some people can't control that they want to kill and murder. That's not a justification for why they shouldn't do it. And see, this is, again, I'm not going to get off on the thing. This is where the Reformed theology comes in of the doctrine of total depravity. That sinners are incapable of doing what the law commands. And so they need a savior from that sin. And that's the Lord Jesus. Zach continues real quickly, because I'm not going to take up the time with this. Just wanted to share this with you. He says, Harvey Milk, I mean, this guy was, he wasn't just a criminal. I mean, he was far beyond that. He was America's first openly queer elected official. And he was murdered 10 months into office at City Hall in San Francisco, as was the mayor. Okay, I'm not condoning his murder. I'm not the Islamic State and how I think law is carried out and justice is carried out. I'm not condoning his murder, but I'm not condoning condoning his sin either which is a violation of his law of the law he wanted to pen uh milk's assassin as a bible believer and former sfpd officer was given a lenient sentencing of five years in prison and that announcement prompted a crowd of queer people and to riot in, in on city as though this justifies them rioting he, he's saying the one thing is not okay but this is okay riot on city hall And a series of violent confrontations between police and gay rights activists to ensue. The LGBT crowd had to fight for the right to exist openly without being killed in California before marriage and military services was even on the table. We are the persecuted minority. No, you are the criminal minority, sir. You're a criminal minority. Look it up. It's been here for hundreds of years. This isn't anything new, Zach. Sodomy is not a victimless crime. Go and look it up, people. Go see the amount of STDs that go through the roof. Oh, well, it's consensual. Okay, so if two people get together and they say, "Hey, I'm going to let you kill me," and I know I'm not get, trying to get off on the side, but I'm just trying to make the point here because of the email. I just wanted to share this with you because I'm going to deal with a lot of different things today. If two people get together and the one says, I'll let you kill me and eat me, it's strange that I even have to talk about this, does that make it okay? It's consensual. One person's going to murder the other. They're going to take their life, and then they're going to engage in cannibalism, both of which the Bible condemn. Now, I've put this to libertarians, and they say, don't be ridiculous. And I pull back the more than decade-old case that went on in Germany in which this very thing happened, not once, but twice. And you know what? When an ad was put out for people to come and do this, there were more than 60 people who responded to the ad to be killed and eaten. My libertarian friends, and I'm talking about the libertarians who don't have the bumpers of God's law. They're practicing satanists, is what they are. My libertarian friends came back and said, Oh well we didn't know that was going on. Uh I guess if we're gonna be consistent, yeah, it was okay. Uh-huh. See see how men think, see how they think? They think it's irrational at first, and then if they say, Oh, it's really real, oh I guess I have to be consistent with myself. Well, at least they're trying to be consistent. I'll applaud you for that. But I'd rather you be moral. That's what I'd rather you be. And more morality is consistent, too. I thought I'd just share that with you. This is some of the stuff sometimes that, you know, I get here. And, um, you know, I just wrote back to Zach and I said, you know, um, I don't hate you. Um, what you're doing is sin. It's a violation of law. Um, I, I mean, it's it's crazy. And then I just quoted to him Romans one eighteen through 26. And I said, you know, this is why Jesus came. He came to save people just like you, just like he did me. Do some sins have greater consequences than the others? Yes, they do. And the sin that, that Zach is pur- pur- purporting here of sodomy and this kind of thing, this is a grave sin. A grave sin. God destroyed entire cities over it, okay? Nevertheless, I said, Zach, I hope God does for you what he did for me. That it'll change your heart. That it'll reconcile him, yourself, uh, you to himself And that you'll have faith in the Lord Jesus. That's, That's really what I put to him. No hate. I don't hate him. I love him because that's why I tell him what I tell him. Because I know there's a God there who has sent his son to save sinners just like me and just like Zach. What I say may come across as harsh and unloving and hateful to some people. But that's not the intention that I have for it at all. So Zach... I don't know karma. Never met her. But I can tell you this. I know God. And I know if you don't repent of your sins, that thing you call karma is really God. You're going to meet him in the future. It's not going to be a pretty thing. Okay? And my desire for you is it is for all of these people who call themselves intersex, non-binary. I don't even know what some of this stuff is. It's just so bizarre. Queer, I get. All of this other stuff. You're being used and manipulated and exploited. If you don't believe me, you ought to listen to the show I did with Corey Lynn, where she said you're being exploited. Governments are exploiting you. Companies are exploiting you. They're exploiting your sin. That thing you're trapped in, you're enslaved in, that you're ashamed of to come around with your family. That many of those in your community killed themselves for. All right, there's my rant on the first thing, uh, which was an email. It has nothing to do with the title because we talked about I put that in there over the tyranny that's coming. So let me let me get to the things that I wanna. I really want to get to uh, today. I've got so many tabs open here that I want to share with you. Um, some of this you're going to know anyway because you've been following Sons of Liberty Media. Some of these things you're going to know because you you know some of you know more stuff than I know. Okay, let me just put that out there. I get to see limited things because. I'm posting certain things. I have to write certain things. And so my attention gets focused on certain things rather than a, a ton more of stuff. And I'm I'm appreciative of you guys who send me stuff. I am. But understand, if I give you the thumbs up, it's not I'm blowing you off. It's just I got other stuff going on. And I can't attend to whatever you're sending me immediately. Okay, I just can't do it. And sometimes I don't even get to give the thumbs up. But there's so much stuff coming in. So here's the thing. I want to ask a question, a genuine question here. Why does anybody in America think there is such a thing as COVID-19? Just, I'm just going to ask you a question. Why do you think it even exists? We had Dr. Andrew Kaufman on, and uh, Dr. Kaufman had went through the scientific papers that were put out with the study with COVID-19. The conclusion he came to after he read what they did and didn't do, which was problematic. And after he read or after he's seen in the media how they were padding the numbers, the things they were doing, and then the death rate, the alleged death rate, and even the corrected one, which who knows if that's true either. He came to the conclusion and he said it on this show. I see no evidence Do we have a new disease? No evidence. Yet the whole country, the entire world is being shut down over COVID-19. You're being told to stay away from your loved ones, the elderly, not go to church. But you can go to Walmart because, as Kate said, and brilliantly she pointed it out, COVID's not there. You can go in Walmart. It's fine. Even though they have some stupid rules. And I'm telling you right now, this mask mandate, mandation, is that a word? Mandatory masks <laughs> This is being implemented on several states. In fact, let me pull this up real quickly. This is from the least trusted name in news, CNN. Um, these are the states that are actually mandating. Okay, It comes from the federal government uh, guidelines, which they have no business guidelining anybody on this matter because we didn't authorize them to do so. But you're seeing it, right? As of April, um, excuse me, ineffective as April the 20th, Connecticut has a mandatory mask. You go out in public. Hawaii has it. Maryland has it. New Jersey has it. New York has it. Remember that lady that got beat down with her kid because, I don't know, her mask wasn't on properly or something? All these cops jumped in on her. Let me tell you something. If you're cheering that stuff on, you got it coming to you. You got it coming to you because they're going to do it to you. They're going to do it to you. And I'm going to get to something else on that before the end of the show. And if I have to run over, I'm going to run over because I'm going to get to that one too. Pennsylvania and Rhode Island. Any mass laws cause confusion because they're not law. They are not law. I don't care if the Congress passed it. I don't care if the governor signed it. I don't care about any of that. The fact of the matter is government does not determine what you put on your face or not. They don't. And some of you are going to have a hard time with that. But I'm telling you, you say, well, it's to care for other people. Don't you love other people? Yeah, I love other people. I love other people enough to tell them the truth and say, point out and your mask doesn't stop. Squat. Go do the research on it. We're going to have Patrick uh, Wood on from the Center for Free Speech, who's got these little cards that you can get. And so when you go out, you, you let these people and you let these businesses know, look, you're asking for a lawsuit because you're violation of HIPAA laws. By requiring our wear a mask, you're asking for a lawsuit, just letting you know and you know what? They're not government. So that person standing there, that little greeter at Walmart says, You could have a mask on. You let them know you're the person going to be named. What's your name? I'm going to write it down. If you like me, you got legal shield. I'd like to start a lawsuit, please. Against Walmart and this person. Their ignorance of the law is no reason for them to impose tyranny upon you. None. Now, Let me give you a story that came out yesterday. This happened up in Ontario, I believe, Canada. An elderly man. The the title is elderly man shot dead by police after refusing to wear a mask in a grocery store. Now understand, it's not just that he was shot. He was targeted and stalked by police and shot in his own yard for not wearing a mask at a value mart you people continuing to support value mart after this right here you're part of the problem okay let me give you a little bit of this this is from matt agarist i know some people think matt is a leftist and and he may be but the fact of the matter is he sees the tyranny in the police state for what it is And I'm going to get to that in a moment too, with the with what happened to Michelle Malkin, because she's finally waking up to what's going on in that too. Okay, she's finally waking up to the police are agents of the state, and their job is to protect the beast. Now we do have some within that force who are good men. I know it to be true. I don't guess it. I know it to be true. But the police force itself is an agent of the state. It is to protect the state. Here's the story. Matt writes, the debate over face masks during the COVID-19 pandemic has torn friendships apart, pitted family members against each other, and even led to an innocent bus driver being beaten to death in France by a group of thugs who became angry when he said it was the law they put on their masks. It's not. It is unlawful. I don't care who writes it or does whatever they're doing. It's unlawful. Now a 73-year-old man has been killed after an incident sparked from a mask dispute. This time, it was the mask refuser on the end of the violence. According to police, they were called out to the Value Mart in Minden, Ontario, just after 8 a.m. last Wednesday because an elderly man wanted to shop without wearing his mask. I mean, think about it, people. It's kind of the vaccination argument. If you got your mask on, what are you worried about me not having a mask on for? I mean, if that mask is supposed to protect you, right? Right? If you're a scaredy cat and you don't want to buy it, you buy all the garbage propaganda that the media and the lying politicians that you say you don't believe give you and feed you and you eat on all the time what's me coming in without a mask to do with you? Cuz you believe that mask is your barrier, right? That is your uh that is your righteousness. Let me let me put it in religious terms cuz this is a religious issue. These people believe in what Peter says is so-called science. So-called science. Nobody has ever proven ever proven you can pass a vir- uh, virus from one person to another through the air. It, they just haven't proven it. It's a belief, it's a think which is sounds like faith, doesn't it? They do that. Hasn't been proven. It's based on germ theory. Theory is not fact. It is not proven. Look, I can't prove to you God exists. I know that you know it because the Bible says you know it. I think it's common sense that there's a creator because everything we see around, we don't go in and say, hey, this just came into to being all by itself. But we realize that there's creators. This computer that I have in front of me, the monitors, the soundboard, the pictures that I have. There are creators For those things. We recognize this. This is just common sense. And yet we have people trying to push this kind of stuff on us. It's unclear at this point whether or not the man had a medical condition which prevented him from wearing a mask. It doesn't matter. Nobody has the right to tell you to put on a mask. Nobody. Well, it's a private property. No. It's not. That has nothing to do with it. Matt says, what is clear, however, is that his choice not to wear one would set off a chain of events leading to his untimely death at the hands of police. Quote, when I got here, everyone was talking about it. Tiana Francis, a worker at the Value Mart in Minden, said, my co-workers were a little bit shaken up. Yes, I guess he just got angry and didn't want to. Well, who wouldn't? I mean, anybody who is a thinking person would have been that way. We couldn't really deal with that ourselves because it's really against the rules whose rules value Mart's? so we had to call the police and everything you had to call the police on a guy who didn't wear a mask really really you are the same knuckleheads That if a person came in with a mask and a gun, you wouldn't be able to identify him because of the mask. And you say, "Oh, I'm sorry, I couldn't identify it. We had to call the police. We can't identify you because you got a mask. You idiots. I I don't know any other word to say for it. This is the stupidest thing I've ever heard. Police say that, listen to the story. This is what's interesting. Police say that after the store employees confronted the man for not wearing a mask, he allegedly assaulted one of the employees before driving away. Okay, there's, a, there's an alleged assault. This is a 73-year-old man, okay? It's alleged. We don't know if he did or did it. And we don't know what the assault was. Was he just telling them they were a bunch of knuckleheads? Was it a verbal assault? Did he push them away because they were trying to put a mask on his face? What's the assault? We're not told. According to police, officers tried to stop the suspect's car, but they refrained, quote, in the interest of public safety, end quote. Yeah, after they didn't kill the guy, that's what they're going to say. Before doing a follow-up investigation, Sergeant Jason Foltz said, as CBS reports, Ontario's Special Investigations Unit... Yeah, we've got the... The fox guarding the hen house. This is what, all this internal affairs stuff. Look, I got friends who've been in internal affairs. I get what they're saying about stuff, but the fact of the matter is, it is the hen, uh, it is the fox guarding the hen house. That's just, there's no other way to say it. And an officer saw the car and started following it for a short while. Based on the license plate, officers made their way to a home in Indian Point Road, the SIU said. When two officers arrived at the man's home and, quote, interaction unfolded and the two officers opened fire on the 73 year old man according to authorities the man was shot and three hours after he refused to wear a mask he was dead he was dead they found weapons at his house fine big deal But nobody said that he had anything in his hand, and yet these cops shot him dead. These cops, these agents of the state, shot him dead. Tim, you just don't like cops. No, that's not what it is. I don't like corrupt cops. I don't like criminal cops. I don't like cops that don't know how to control themselves nor how to handle situations. I don't like them. I'm going to tell you right off. And I got friends who are cops, and they do know how to do it. They tell me about it all the time. There's a way you handle a situation. There's not a way that you don't handle a situation. You go up to a 73-year-old guy, and you're going to kill him because he didn't wear a mask at a store? Oh, he was alleged to assault somebody. Okay, you're still going to shoot the guy in his own yard? You're going to follow him? You're going to stalk him? Then you're going to shoot him? Folks, this is coming to a neighborhood near you. Believe it or not, this is coming to a neighborhood near you very, very soon. Mark my words, it's already happening. Let me give you the story out of Kentucky. There is a couple there. I tried to reach them to see if we could probably get them on. uh, They're on Facebook, but they don't allow friend requests, and I don't know if that's, maybe they had some media stuff, or they just, they limit, and that's fine. That's totally fine. Elizabeth and Isaiah Linscott. Okay? Let me show you the uh, article we had here. This is from KTXS. Here they are with their... A little daughter here, and uh, looks like a nice family to me. They're under house arrest after one of them, I think it's the wife, tested, yeah, it is the wife, she got tested for COVID-19. Let me tell you something, folks, if you're listening to the sound of my voice, do not go get tested. Just don't get tested. We already know the state of Florida is lying their rear ends off. By letting you be tested and saying that you're positive. 100% of the people tested were positive. Well, why not? They just pulled lung tissue out, according to Dr. Andrew Kaufman. They didn't separate out anything. There's no new disease. So virtually everybody is positive. If you go take a COVID-19 test, you're the epitome of of a non-thinking person in this matter. You just you just are. On Saturday, Elizabeth of Hardin County got tested for COVID-19 because she was planning to go visit her parents in Michigan. Okay, so she was thoughtful about everybody. She believed all of the propaganda that's been put out there about COVID. And she wanted to make sure that everybody was safe. She cared about people. I'll give her that. She said, my grandparents wanted to see me too. So just to make sure that, you know, if I tested negative, that they would be okay. Everything would be fine. After testing positive, but without showing any symptoms, Elizabeth says the health department contract, uh, contacted her requesting the signed doc that she signed documents. She said, pretty much it was, I agreed to consent to. I agreed to comply to all the health department if I was to go, or to call the health department if I was to go. I was to call the health department if I was to leave my house for any reason. This is, I got to tell you, this is just beyond stupid. That you have to call the health department if you're going to leave your house. Do you do this with the flu? Do you do this when you have a cold? Do you do this when you have any other viral infection? No. I'm telling you right now, COVID is the Trojan horse For tyranny. If you haven't got that yet in the past four or five, however long this thing's been going on. And it isn't from China. I don't believe that at all. And neither does Dr. Andrew Kaufman. He says this is an American strain, if it's anything, of the coronavirus. It's not China. It's our own people here doing it. The CDC is not our friend. It shouldn't be getting our money. Tell that to Donald Trump the next time he talks to you about defunding who and subsidizing Gavi. Defund CDC. Why in the world would you put the Center for Disease Control right in the middle of Atlanta, Georgia? Why wouldn't you have it up there in, I don't know, North or South Dakota where there isn't anything? Why would you put it right in the metropolis? Anybody ever thought about that? Anybody ever watch The Walking Dead and you kind of sit back going, why is this place with all this stuff that they've got that's so deadly? Why is it right in the middle of a metropolis? What in the world are you people thinking or were you thinking? Or did you plan it that way? Elizabeth chose not to sign the paper the health department gave her. I'd gotten a message from them, a text message that stated, because of your refusal to sign, this is going to be escalated and law enforcement is going to be enforced, involved, because you will not submit to the beast. We are part of the beast. On Thursday, the Hardin County Sheriff's Department greeted Elizabeth's husband. Isaac greeted. (laughs) Don't you like that? When tyranny comes to your door, the media comes behind it and goes, they greeted them. They greeted them with a smile. That's how the devil comes to you with a smile. I open up the door. This is Isaiah's words. And there's like eight different people, five different car, five different cars, eight people for this family. And I'm like, what the heck's going on? This guy's in a suit with a mask. It's the health department guy. They have three papers for us, for me, her, and my daughter. The couple was ordered to wear ankle monitors If they travel more than 200 feet, law enforcement is going to be notified. What crime did they commit? Folks, our forefathers would have met them at the door with the shotgun. I'm telling you, they would have not, this would have been so egregious to liberty. They would have met them with this. Well, Tim, you know, the Bible says that we're supposed to submit to our leaders. Don't you know Romans 13? Yeah, I know Romans 13. I also know Leviticus 13, that you don't quarantine anybody who's not actually sick. They go through a series of tests to see if they're contagious to anybody, and then they're set aside. Lepers, Leviticus 13, go and read it. You people that think the Bible's outdated and ancient no, it has something to say for today. It has something to say about your liberty and how you live your life. And it points out who's the lawbreakers here. Okay? Here's what Linscott Scott said. We didn't rob a store. We didn't steal anything. We didn't hit and run. We didn't do anything wrong. Exactly right. He's got it. He's got it. Yet they're wearing ankle monitors. In fact, uh, this comes over from... And I, I hate to even send people over to the Daily Mail because of the trash that they put out, but sometimes they get good stories. Here's the, here's the ankle monitors. Okay, for this couple, there, there's the ankle monitors treated like common criminals. They're not even sick. They're not infecting anyone. I, yet this is what's going on. The couple says they never denied self-quarantine, which they didn't. They just didn't agree with the wording on the documents the health department wanted them to to sign. And here's what it says. They said, and that's exactly what the director of the public health department told the judge, that I was refusing to self-quarantine because of this. And I'm like, that's not the case at all. I never said that. Elizabeth says that without the ankle monitor, she had planned to be cautious. Well, that's pretty clear. She went and got the test. She everybody know what she was doing. She wasn't hiding in a room. You know, me, I would have just thumbed my nose at them and said, I'm not taking your test in the first place. It's not because I don't care about people. It's because I don't believe there are lies about COVID and they are lies. I'm going to get to that in just a moment too. We're definitely going over today. She says if she had needed medical care, she would have let healthcare workers know she was infected with the virus. Well, according to the test, she is. But who can believe the test? I mean, let's just let's just let's just make the point all the more clear. The state of Florida just did a Dr. Burks again. Okay, guy who was killed in a motorcycle wreck was labeled as COVID nineteen death by the state of Florida. By the way, you can see this video that I'm talking about with Dr. Andrew Kaufman here on SonsLibertyMedia.com in this article. You can just click that and you can listen to it. And you can see Dr. Kaufman provide the information I'm talking about. He is not giving his opinion. He's giving what the people have put out. Okay? A man died of COVID-19, apparently, who actually died as a result of a motorcycle wreck. And I ask, what more does it take to wake people from their slumber and the nightmares forced upon them by the mainstream media and lying politicians? Yes, Governor DeSantis, you are a liar. Not only in this, but on the Common Core and a bunch of other stuff. Over at Zero Hedge, they said, We know the death counts are being inflated. We just don't know by how much. After all, how could they not be when there is a financial incentive for states and municipalities to report deaths as coronavirus deaths? And for some states, there may even be a political incentive. We saw this with Nurse Erin up in New York. They were getting more money if a person was labeled COVID than they were getting more money if they stuck them on a ventilator. Like, (laughs) ten of thousands of dollars more. We're not talking about, you know, a couple of hundred we're talking about ten, tens of thousands of dollars more for each subsequent labeling that they put on these people from who not from the federal government they don't get money well they print it they they print monopoly money they get it from you they stick it on your backs and you just willingly accept it you take it and you say i'm doing my country a service Tyler Durden over at Zero Head says, which is why it shouldn't come as a total surprise when a man who suffered a fatal motorcycle accident in Florida last week was added to the state's COVID-19 death count. This is exactly what Dr. Burke's, part of Donald Trump's coronavirus task force, along with Dr. Fauci, said they were doing. They sit there and told you on national television. And a few people say, no, they didn't. Trump would never allow that. It happened right in front of your face. She said, we're labeling people covid even though they haven't even been tested positive. Fox 35 did an investigation where they talked to Orange County Health Officer Dr. Raul Pino about two deaths of people in their mid-twenties, or excuse me, in their twenties, that were labeled coronavirus deaths. When they asked if the people who died had underlying conditions, Pino responded, the first one didn't have any. He died in a motorcycle accident. <laughs> here's the, here's the, the image of I mean, look, I've been in a motorcycle accident. I've hit an 18-wheeler, pulled out in front of me. I know what that's like. My bike looked a whole lot better than this one, even though my wrist and my kneecap and certain parts of my anatomy <laughs> didn't look good after the fact. When he was asked about whether or not the motorcycle victim's data was removed from the state's COVID system, he responded, I don't think so. I have to double-check. We were arguing, discussing, or trying to argue with the state, not because of the numbers, it's 100. It doesn't make any difference if it's 99. But the fact that the individual didn't die from COVID-19 died in the crash. But you could actually argue that it could have been the COVID-19 that caused him to crash. You could argue that? On what basis? But this is... This is stupidity. This is just stupid. Even for somebody who's got a doctor degree. Okay, This is just a stupid argument. You could argue that the guy probably died from COVID-19 that caused him to have a crash. Come on. Come on. Does it happen that quick? Is it like having a heart attack? I mean, really? Is it like, I don't know, going unconscious while you're driving the motorcycle? What's going on here? This is just one of the things... There's something else I want to point out to you in this. I've got several tabs open, so I have to find find everything that I had open here. And uh, this is the other one. Now, this is from a medical doctor of many years, many decades. He's also a guy who served in our Congress. Okay? This came out yesterday. This is from Dr. Ron Paul. Big holes in the COVID spike narrative. Motorcycle accidents rule COVID deaths. In the rush to paint Florida as the epicenter of the second wave of the coronavirus outbreak, government officials and their allies in the mainstream media have stopped to ridiculous or stooped to ridiculous depths to maximize the death count. A television station this weekend looked into two highly unusual COVID deaths among victims in their 20s. And when they asked about comorbidities, They were told one victim had none because his COVID death came in the form of a fatal motorcycle accident. This is the thing that we talked about just now. Sadly, this is not an isolated incident. In fact, the spike that has dominated the mainstream for the last couple of weeks is full of examples of such trickery. This is a medical doctor and a a former congressman saying it's trickery. And he's written on this calling COVID a hoax. Yes, look for this to be taken off of YouTube because their spineless little Nazi CEO wants to remove anything that that dissents from the World Health Organization. By the way, she's still welcome to come on the show if she wants to come on the show and defend her position. Washington State last week revised its COVID death numbers downward when it was revealed that anyone who passed away for any reason whatsoever who also had coronaviruses listed as a COVID-19 death, even if the cause of death had nothing to do with COVID-19. And South Carolina, the state health agency, and guys, don't talk to me about Democrat governors here. South Carolina, the U.S. occupied state of South Carolina. Yeah, Jerry, he's the man with the plan. You can see how he's stopping all this, can't you? Dude, wake up. This isn't WWE, this is your liberty, it's your children's liberty. Quit following after a man. Quit sitting on your behind and hoping that your Savior, your idol, will do something for you, your God that you pray to, that you come on here and you promote more than you do the Lord Jesus Christ. Quit trusting in that guy. The Bible says though, we don't trust in chariots or princes. We trust in the name of the Lord our God. Jerry, repent. Dude, repent. An analysis of the reported daily COVID deaths last week compared to actual day of death in Houston revealed that the recent spike consisted largely of deaths that occurred in April through June. Why delay reporting until now? Well, it's a good time we're coming up on elections, right? That we're coming up on elections. they gotta, they got to build that up because people like Jerry think that this is really an attack on Trump. Has you know, I got out of the shower today. Have any of you people ever heard of Operation Mockingbird? When I say it's DCWWE, I really mean that. I'm not saying it sort of in jest. I mean it. This is a CIA operation to drive the the, the people towards Trump, even though Trump has been the one putting the mouthpieces out there, telling you the lies they're telling you. Dr. Fauci, that you guys hate so much, who support Trump? Dr. Birx, that you hate so much that you support Trump, and yet he's the guy putting them out there. Oh, well, but Trump is saying something different. Okay, so if he believes something different, why is he continuing to put the lies out there through these mouthpieces? Well, he's trying to expose them. Does he need to do that for them to be exposed? Really? For you guys? Really? Is, is that what's going on? Because my constitution says that his job is to uphold the law and make sure the laws are faithfully executed. So if these guys are committing a fraud, why are they not being arrested? Huh? Ask yourself that, Q followers. Oh, but Tim, John Durham, he's, he's going to have some indictments. Didn't you hear that thing from Lindsey Graham? Yeah, I heard the thing from Lindsey Graham. We've been hearing about the dossier. Let me put this back on me. We've been hearing this thing about the dossier for how long? A couple of years now. We already know the facts that it was, it was paid for by the Clinton campaign. It was dirty. We know that Comey did what... And so Lindsey Graham comes out, this traitor, the senator from my state. He comes out, and all of a sudden he says something. And you people who do the same thing that I do, and you point out Lindsey Graham's crimes and his hypocrisy... All of a sudden, you latch onto it and say, oh, people are going to jail. There's going to be justice. Fred, you need to repent, too. You need to repent, too, of your idolatry. See it for what it is. The sad reality is those who are so stuck on Donald Trump. In my estimation, look, I wrote a bunch on the Obama idolaters. My goodness. I was shocked then. I'm more shocked at the Trump idolaters. I'm really, I'm more shocked at them because they claim to be the good guys. They claim to be the good guys. Here's Dr. Paul. Last week in Florida, which is perhaps not coincidentally the location of the Republican Party's National Convention, another scandal emerged when hundreds of COVID test centers reported 100% positive results. Remember, we reported on that last week as well. Obviously, this would paint a far grimmer picture of the resurgence of the virus. Orlando Health, for example, reported a positivity rate of 98%. <laughs> a shocking, yeah, the more tests you're going to have with faulty test testing over something that hasn't even been isolated. It hasn't been isolated, folks. You just need to know that. COVID has never been isolated. The stuff they're doing, they're basing that on practically everybody has anyway. a shocking level, but a further investigation revealed a true positivity rate of only 9.4%. Again, this is the thing. Um, uh, South Coast, I I don't know the question. I'm sorry, I'm kind of, I'm trying to uh, have the monologue here, and I didn't see your question, but if you want to post it up, maybe I'll catch it before you do. Um, And I didn't call South Coast out, but but I appreciate you joining. I appreciate your support in, in what we're looking at here. This is the same kind of thing. You've got a 80 to 90% false positive rate. And then we have some of the labs there in Florida actually saying, hey, this is going on here. Um, Before the show ends, and I'm going to go over, but the ending that comes up here, uh, what I want to do is I need to find this, this video. That's part of a Trump ad campaign, because I, I do want to address this. Um, let me see if I can find this real quickly. OK, um, I meant to have this up because this was on my mind. And as I was pulling up other things, uh, this came up. OK, here it is. I'm going to play you this video. It's an ad. I'm not sitting here uh, promoting Joe Biden or Donald Trump. OK, that's not what I'm doing. I just want to use this as a reference point. And we've got a couple of minutes here where I can do this. Um, and I think the original was a little bit longer than this. This is um, uh, the Donald Trump, you won't be safe in Biden's America. Okay. You have reached the 911 police emergency line. Due to defunding of the police department, we're sorry, but no one is here to take your call. If you're calling to report a rape, please press 1. To report a murder, press 2. To report a home invasion, press 3. For all other crimes, leave your name and number, and someone will get back to you. Our estimated wait time is currently five days. Goodbye. I'm Donald J. Trump, and I approve this message. Yeah, he approved the message, and the message is all of those images that you saw, all of that stuff that you're talking about that says you won't be safe in Joe Biden's America, all of that is All of that stuff that's happening. Hey, thank you, South Coast. I I appreciate that. All of that stuff is happening in Donald. I don't want to say Donald Trump's America. It isn't his America. It isn't Joe Biden's America. It's happening under his watch. Well, it'll be worse under Joe Biden. (sighs) If that is your response, and your response is, why don't we shut both of these clowns out? along with the two-party system, and frankly, as Thomas Jefferson said, we dissolve lawfully through our states, we dissolve the federal government. You want to get rid of a lot of problems right now? Why don't you dissolve D.C.? Just saying. Go back to your sovereign states. Go back to letting localities determine the fact that, hey, you guys are out of line. We're not going to put up with this, this, and that, and the other. Okay? Okay. Why aren't we doing that? Because we've made the beast our idol. We've made the beast our idol. We fed the beast and fed the beast and fed the beast and fed... And we keep thinking, it's going to change if we just vote R. And the other people are, it's just going to change if we vote D. Let me give you some things here. There is um, uh, this young... I think it's a woman. I'm pretty sure it's a woman. Uh, she identifies herself as afro-indigenous non-binary. Uh, uh, look, you you just have to hear it, okay? <laughs> you just have to hear it to to figure out what's going on. Hi everyone. as many of you know, my name is Willis Sinclair. I'm an afro-indigenous, non-binary local organizer here in Portland. Organizing for the abolition of not just the militarized police state, but also the United States as we know. I want to make sure that... Okay. While- so let's, 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 listen to, let's, listen, let's listen to what the chick says. She, she's a girl. She's a girl. Doesn't matter, indigenous, binary, I, whatever that... To, to even include binary in what you are, it's like you're making yourself less than human. I'm just this is just stupid. Okay. Let's take a couple of things that she says, but she doesn't even understand the treason that she's engaged in. Look, <clears throat> I'm against militarization of police. I am. I make no bones about that. They are not the military. They're first responders. Responders means they respond to crimes to report it, to investigate it. That's what their job is. Their job is not to be there to be to defend me. It isn't. You people who think that, you're believing a lie. The Supreme Court's already determined they have no obligation. Now, morally, they do, if they see you in a situation. This is why everybody was outraged with the guy down in, um, what's his name, Peterson, uh, down there in Florida, you know, with the alleged shooting there at Parkland, and he's sitting outside, and they called him a coward and all this other. This is why people were outraged, because they felt he had a moral obligation, whether he had a legal one or not. But here's this this chick, Lith Sinclair, She barely could contain her incitement at the cheers when she announced herself as an Afro-Indigenous non-binary protester. Now, she's in league with all of these people who are rioting and looting. Absolutely, Greg. Only God's word is the truth, even above and beyond the Constitution, which can be altered, by the way. I disagree with a A famous guy in history who said there are two things that are, you know, I forget the particular um, quote that he had that are unchangeable or immovable or stable, whatever it is. And that's the Bible and the Constitution. No, there's one thing. That's the Bible. And the Constitution can be altered, and it should be altered to fit the Bible. Okay. And here's the other thing. She goes to claim that we're standing on stolen ground. Well, let me let me see if I can put that. I don't know what she means by that. I would mean the federal government has usurped the constitutional limits of getting land. This was part of the issue that went back to uh, Oregon when the guys took over the bird farm out there. This is the issue of dealing with, um, uh, I forget what that is, gold butt or whatever it is out there that Obama declared uh, a federal, you know, land deal. All of this goes back to Teddy Roosevelt. And then it goes back further than that. We had Thomas D Lorenzo on to talk about the tyranny that came from Lincoln. It goes back a long ways. Guys, 23 hours we're going to do a pre-recorded show with Lynn Taylor for Rotten to the Core Wednesday. Don't miss that. I'm going to finish on the other side of the break. Hang on. Okay, all right, we're back here. Uh, the, the land that's stolen is stolen by the federal government itself, okay? It's stolen by the federal. Go to the Constitution and see how the federal government is to acquire land. It is to acquire it through the state legislatures. Well, we had the most of you learned about the Louisiana purchase. A lot of that land is still owned by the federal government. Now why is that? They didn't get it through the state legislature. They didn't even acquire that through there either. Yeah, and you guys are mentioned in Amy and An, Ammon Bundy's Facebook. Um, this is—it's absolutely ridiculous. It's absolutely ridiculous. Stolen land, which of course is not the case. The land was conquered and it was purchased, but all agree on the issue: it's stolen by the federal government. In many places, it is. It's unlawfully 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 obtained. Excuse me. Need something else to drink here. Following her speech, rioters violently attempted to barricade federal officers inside the Portland Federal Courthouse and Justice Center while launching explosives at the building. Do I want the USA as it is right now? No. I'm just going to tell you. We're a long ways from where the Constitution was settled. Thomas D. Lorenzo pointed that out. Even Alexander Hamilton, the guy on your $10 bill, started attacking it from its very inception. Lincoln followed it up. No, he wasn't the greatest president. I don't care what President Trump says. I don't care what other people say or what movies say. He wasn't. He was a tyrant. He was a Marxist. And then we have the Federal Reserve coming in. And then we have all kinds of subsequent presidents throughout our history, continuing the very tyranny that our forefathers stood against. But we tolerate it. I agree, Donna. There are more lies than than truth. That's exactly right. So here they come in. They come in with explosives. They also allegedly tied a man to a fence and beat him and held a street preacher at gunpoint before brutalizing him and physically removing him from their protest, according to a witness at a scene who spoke to live streamers. Liberals and some of the more media-focused organizers have repeatedly claimed that the Black Lives Matter riots' goal is simply to end police brutality. No, I think that's what the original Black Lives Matter people, the people who, who came up with Black Lives Matter, who stood out there in, I forget where it was, uh, Ferguson, Missouri, and they just wanted to protest because they thought something was wrong. And they protested. They, they weren't violent. They weren't causing... Yes, he was, James. Um, pick up the real Lincoln. Pick up the problem with Lincoln. Pick up uh, Lincoln's, Lincoln's Marxist off of Amazon. Read those books. See the documentation for yourself. This is why the 1939, I think it was, Communist Party, which were Democrats, uh, had a big old picture of Lincoln at their event, at their the convention that they were having. Do some homework there. You'll, you'll see exactly what I'm talking about. Here's the, here's the issue. Oh, trust me, Pamela. <laughs> there are many Republicans who are Bolsheviks, too. They want to get that right-left paradigm. They want that divide going on just as much as Democrats do. There are some Republicans like that. There really are. So you've got this going on here. Now, that's, this is the chick who, who doesn't know what she is, um, binary Afro something uh, that she is that's going on here. There, this leads to something else. How many of you guys saw the, the altercation with Michelle Malkin. Now, I don't know if Michelle Malkin likes the Sons of Liberty, even knows what it is, ever heard of it, or any of that. I've liked a lot of Michelle Malkin's work. I really have. I've liked a lot of the things that she's that she's been involved in to point out. I disagree with her on some things, too. But how many of you saw what happened to her? Let me show you this. <laughs> And the other side, you got your first! You've off your birth. you got your birth. Get off! Stay back! Go away! Don't come. Get off! Get off! You can got- got. We've got uh, this type of... Now, I'm just going to tell you straight out, okay? Any of you guys who've taken CWP classes, and I don't even think that you ought to have to have them to carry your weapon. I'm just going to tell you straight out, there's nothing that says you have to do that. You have a right to defend yourself. You have a duty to make sure that you understand the law and, and how to use your weapon. Those are two different things. Okay? Why these people... Like Michelle Malkin, who claims to be a pro-second amendment person, I have no reason to doubt that. Why they're not armed, and when you've got all of these people attacking you, you're not putting them down. And I'm talking about for good. You say, "Well, that's mean." Didn't you just talk about not killing? Let me tell you something. There's a difference between killing and defending life. I'm talking about murder when I use the word kill. Murder. Where are the guys who are going to put these people down? Remember, it's the militia. It's you, the common man, the common woman, who are to enforce the law, to repel invasions, to put down insurrections. It is you to do that. Why, aren't you, why, why isn't that going on? Hmm? You know, when I took CWP class, when you get to an issue to where you've got somebody that you know is trained in a certain martial art, that you're faced with, or you got multiple assailants coming at you, you're justified in defending yourself with any means necessary. And you've seen what some of these people will do. You've seen what they'll do. Michelle Malkin's calling them out. Is it staged? I don't know. At this point, I don't know. I don't think it is. Could it be? Yeah, sure. Anything we're seeing all over the place could be. This is what we're seeing going on. Now, if you remember, there's this guy by the name of Dana Coverstone. I, I'm just going to tell you, uh, he's he's Pentecostal. But when I watched this video the first time, he's talking about dreams. You know, I was just kind of okay, it's so a dream thing, okay. And the Bible says. The prophet who has a dream, let him tell his dream, but the one who has my word, let him speak it faithfully. And I distinguish between those two things really clear, even though I know the Bible also says that God will give dreams and visions. I realize that. He's done it through history. But the only way I can line up dreams and visions is to go to the Word of God. Okay? And you know, when I heard Dana, there was something that resonated within me because we're talking about judgment coming to America. We're talking about that coming, and I don't, I don't sit here and uh, and and dwell on dreams and visions. I just don't do it. The word of God is the standard, period. And if you want to tell your dream, tell it. And I appreciated the fact that Dana separated that that out. He believed. Yeah, I believe God's trying to tell us something, but he said, I'm not saying it's God's word. This is just a dream. And you start seeing this stuff build up. And I'm telling you, I can see it building up into greater judgment on our nation because we won't bring justice. We just will not bring justice. And too many people are sitting back and trusting that some guy that tells you he's going to do something when he's shown in the past he can't be trusted. He tells you one thing and he does something else. And yet he's the greatest president ever? Really? Really? No, not an asteroid. Read Deuteronomy 28. God does it through a lot of other means, Glenda. He does it by turning people over to their sin. Romans 1. Their people's own sin will overtake them and destroy them as a people. Their corruption will do it. You don't need an asteroid. You don't even need hellfire and brimstone. God just turns you over to your sin and he takes his hands off and he says, "Okay, let's see what this looks like when you do it your way." And the people will destroy themselves. We're already doing it. Look at us running when nobody's chasing. Fleeing when nobody's after us. Scared to death of the quote unquote invisible enemy. While the enemy with a face is right in our face. Just like they were doing to this Kentucky couple. Just like they're doing in these mandated mask situations. And by the way. Fauci, still in there. He's still in there. This guy, the guy that Donald Trump marched out every single day to tell you and to set guidelines as an unelected bureaucrat, said Governor Andrew Cuomo did a great job in New York in which he killed 6,400-plus nursing home Residents. Do you get it? This is from Daniel Greenfield. Fauci happily praises New York as Governor Cuomo, who killed thousands of nursing home patients by forcing nursing homes to accept coronavirus patients, keeps saying he follows the science. No, he doesn't. In fact, Peter would say He's following what's falsely called science. Not actual science, but whatever nonsense the expert class pushed out there. That included the false claim that unless we got everyone out of hospitals, coronavirus patients would be dying in hallways. So instead, 6,400 New York nursing home residents died of coronavirus in the homes, and countless more died in hospitals because... Cuomo's science-based regime doesn't count nursing home patients dying in hospitals. No, he's not draining it, Glenda. He really isn't. Uh, I've done a whole show on this um, in which we pointed out nearly 100 people that Donald Trump has put in his cabinet or his advisory came out of Bilderberg attendees or the Council on Foreign Relations. That's not draining the swamp. That's filling it. It is, despite what everybody tells everybody. That's what it is. And it's undeniable. I have the list. Uh, Go back in our archives and you can see that. Just put in Bilderberg and it'll come up. Trump's list there on SonsOfLibertyMedia.com. Just put it in the search and you'll find it. The list is there. I read it to you. I did a whole show on it. Yeah, he's not draining anything, Greg. You're exactly right. You're exactly right. There's a lot of talk. It's everything you want to hear. It's the right things to say. But it's not the right things to do. I want to hit one more thing before I go. Um, I got a, you know, I have a friend. He's been contributing for a long time. And I know he does support Donald Trump. And look, I don't mind. You People have to understand. I'll carry articles from people who support Trump. Because I think for the most part, in some cases, they're on my side, they just need some correction there. Okay. I shared this with the people last night. This was sent to me. It's a very short piece, just a few paragraphs. And um, and this is what it said. This was the title. President Trump is using the Patriot Act and NDAA to go after terrorist groups, Antifa and BLM. He says this should come as no surprise to socialists, leftist mayors, city officials, governors, the Department of Homeland Security, and other federal agencies are now being used to break up protests and riots. Well, I have a question. Where in the Constitution does Department of Homeland Security come in here? If you're putting down insurrections, who does that? Oh, that's right. It's the militia. It's not a federalized anything. It's the people. They're the ones who do it at the direction of the president, but they're the ones who do it. That's you and me, guys. This is why you buy guns. It's part of the Second Amendment. It is to be part of the militia, too. To secure a free state, by the way. That's what the Second Amendment says. After months of civil unrest across the country, with rioters destroying businesses, monuments, and attacking people, sometimes resulting in death, President Trump warned that he would intervene if local and state officials continued to do nothing to stop it. And I think President Trump was right, We had Dr. Vieira, Edwin Vieira, to come on. We talked about this. Uh, He was right to let the states try to deal with that. We get to a certain place and they're not doing anything. We've got this. Yes. Well, Maria, they were unconstitutionally replaced. The National Guard is federalized. That is not what our founders had in mind at all. But in the statutes, yes, the National Guard is considered the organized militia. You and I would be the unorganized militia, so much so that even our states don't even put us together. They don't help us train. They don't help us get the officers that we're supposed to be able to get um, here. Turtleback, <laughs> uh, he's from Denmark. Uh, we're not part of Japan. Uh, we're part of the United States. Thank you. We appreciate your support, though. Jumping in uh, on D Live. Thank you. Um, here's what my friend wrote. And again, I, I've published a lot of his stuff that was actually good. Okay. Yeah, that's right, Brian. No, this is really the last thing. It became apparent he kept his promise when troops in unmarked vehicles began snatching protesters off the street in Portland and began operations to disperse them in the street by advancing on them using tear gas and rubber bullets. In fact, Brian uh, was one of the guys who sent me one of the videos of them snatching somebody off the street in an unmarked van, guys popping out, putting guns on people and stuff that they didn't snatch. I mean, this was like a some kind of heavy you know, covert special operations kind of deal. That's what it was. And nobody knows whether they got somebody who that was a provocateur who was in there and they were really on their side and that's the way to get them out or whether they actually got some real people or whether they got somebody else. I don't know. Both protesters and Oregon officials are outraged that the president was sending in DHS troops to handle the situation. Calling it unconstitutional and blatant abuse of power. I would think that's probably about right. I'm just telling you, it's not that I'm for I'm not for getting the bad guys. I am for getting the bad guys. But there's a constitutional way you do it. Okay. DLive Joy. He's listening on DLive.tv. The Oregon Justice Department has filed a lawsuit on multiple federal agencies concerning their use of force against protesters. In reality. This is what my friend writes. President Trump has every legal right. He doesn't have legal rights. The president has delegated authority under our Constitution. He doesn't have rights like that. Okay? And listen, it gets worse. And other federal agencies against anti-U.S. government protesters. Now, be careful about that language, remember? Because the people who have been standing up for the Constitution are called what? Anti-U.S. governmental protesters. This is what I'm saying about being careful about getting drug into this thing. Okay? About the language that's used. This is my friend saying this. This because the president recently stated that he considers Antifa to be a domestic terrorist organization. And since BLM is as involved in protests and riots as is Antifa, they are also considered as enemies of the state and a terrorist organization. Let Let me change something here. One, you need to prove they are terrorist organizations. I think that could be easily done. Just because government says something doesn't make it true. This is why you have due process. This is what I've said about the documentation we have about organizations that are funding these guys on the front line, the Antifa guys, foundations, nonprofits, If they're funding them, they are terrorist organizations. It should be proven in court, and they should be shut down. Their assets frozen, and the people who've been involved in all of this stuff treated as traitors, which means you get a long drop from a short rope. Okay? That's what you get for being a traitor. But you have to prove it. It's kind of like being on the no-fly list. We got all kind. Of, I've done a report on this before, years ago. We got babies on a no-fly list. What are they doing on there? We got army generals on there. What are they doing? We got people who flew one way, got off, did a couple of things, came back a, a couple of hours later. I think Chuck Baldwin had this when he was running for president back in 2008, I think it was. Got off in a place, did an event, come back, and he's on a no-fly list. How did... Uh, for what reason? This is... This is a violation of the Fifth Amendment. It's a right, the freedom of movement. Stopping somebody from flying without any due process is tyranny. Okay? My friend writes, Since the Patriot Act went into effect, and look, my friend has said the Patriot Act is unconstitutional. He's railed against it too. But he goes, It went into effect shortly after 9-11 and Obama signed the National Defense Authorization Act, which is basically that two-year thing that keeps coming up uh, because that's what the Constitution says you have to have in order to maintain the military the way it is. And they keep tossing all kinds of crap in there. It isn't about defense. It's about establishing an empire army. That's what it is. He signed that into law in 2012. Remember, it had the indefinite detention in it. Still there. The POTUS has every right... And again, he doesn't have a right. He has constitutionally delegated authority. This is, see see the language, how it comes in when, when we want to defend the idol? He has every right to use whatever means necessary at his disposal, whatever means necessary at his disposal to combat terrorists that pose a threat to national security. Ooh, there's that national security thing too. Did you see that? See the language, how it gets in our psyche and our thinking? Hey, Bob, I support the Constitution. I support the Bible. And those who don't support it, I am against, because they are against me and they're against you, bruh. They're against you. They're your enemies. This also means a president doesn't have to follow the laws of the U.S. Constitution when fighting a direct threat to the nation. He doesn't have to follow the law. How do you go from being against the Act, seeing it as a, a great tyranny, to we can use that now And because he's our guy. He's got our jersey on. He doesn't have to follow the laws of the Constitution when fighting an enemy. (sighs) Since President Trump considers Antifa and BLM domestic terrorist organizations, he has free reign to act in destroying them. Free reign. How can we be sure he's just getting the bad guys of Antifa and BLM? And furthermore, Those guys have constitutional rights due process, too. But not for my friend who's writing this. Another aspect of the situation is the fact that all laws concerning arrest, time of detention, and treatment of those captured during detention are not subject to regular constitutional law. No, no, no. We're not going to follow the Constitution on that in place from a local level to the federal level. This gives federal agencies, you know the people who've been violating the law all over the place, you, you know those guys, the ones, the FBI, who were uh, involved in this dossier thing that all of you people out there say somebody should be should be dealt with? They have free reign, too, because they're under Trump. They can violate the law. They don't have to follow the Constitution in dealing with these people. And so what if they pick up somebody who's just out there peacefully protesting? I'm just asking the question. Peacefully protesting. And they tell you, well, this is an Antifa person. Well, how do you know any different? You're going to listen to the lying mainstream media that you say you don't believe. You're going to go, go Trump, Trump 2020. That's what you're going to say. You're going to cheer on your own tyranny. This gives federal agencies the right. Again, they don't have rights. They have delegated authority in our Constitution. And some of these agencies shouldn't even be existing because they're unconstitutional. To arrest anyone they believe not that they can prove, but that they believe is involved in terrorism at any time as well as foregoing Miranda rights. Now, let me me remind you guys, you guys who believe in Q, okay? Just hear me out here a second. You guys who believe in Q, it was the FBI under this president who said you were domestic terrorists. Remember that? The FBI under this administration who said, if you're a Q follower, you're a domestic terrorist. That was this FBI, not the Obama FBI, this one. Well, Tim, this part of the deep state, he's trying to get rid of it. Okay, he didn't stand up for you. He didn't say anything. And yet my friend says, federal agencies like the FBI have the right to arrest you. Anyone that they believe is involved in terrorism at any time as well as foregoing miranda rights you don't have any rights yeah i can do that joy it's not a it's not a hard thing to do it really isn't <laughs> take on the rapture i think bradley's done some of that but he hasn't taken it on you know going to the bible and saying well this is what the bible says about any of this stuff but i can do that one day maybe i don't know it is something that needs to be addressed um And maybe I'll find time to do that. Real quickly, let me finish this up. My friend goes on to say, it also permits them to indefinitely detain suspects. Suspects, not convicted criminals. Indefinitely detain. Now, this is a guy who wrote against indefinite detention. It also permits them to indefinitely detain suspects and perform enhanced interrogation techniques, i.e. torture. That's what it is. This is what socialists do. They change the language. I've told you this time and time again. On them while they're in custody. Using this protocol, any protester who is arrested could lawfully be sent to the Guantanamo Bay detention camp. No, they couldn't. They could legally be sent there, but not lawfully. Because lawfully, you would have to give them due process according to the Fifth Amendment. Well, but Tim, they're terrorists. Oh, they're criminals. Okay, prove it. Prove that they are. You see the slippery slope? Ron Paul warned about this in 2012, about this kind of stuff. And here I got a friend who's been conservative, and he's writing this stuff. He's writing this stuff. He concludes since both Antifa and BLM have stated their main goal is the destruction of the United States of America for utopian socialist society, they're indeed terrorists. Well I don't I don't deny that. The thing is, you need to bring them to justice, not some injustice backdoor gulag because that's what's being promoted here. okay? They can also be considered an international terrorist organization since they have multiple splinter cells around the world. I agree with that. I agree with that. But the fact of the matter is there's a right way to deal with it and there's a wrong way to deal with it. And you know as well as I do that if you send these agencies out there who've shown themselves to be pretty incompetent in some pretty big issues in our country, Take 9-11, for instance. You, you've got those guys doing this. Is that really who you want to trust to pick up the terrorists? Really? Terrorism's coming to your front door, and it's coming to mine, if we don't stand up and stop it in its tracks. It's just a mask. Remember, I played that thing from Chuck Baldwin the other week. It's just a mask. It's just a vaccine. It's just 24 hours. It's just a church. It's just a religion. It's just singing. It's just a store. It's just a non-essential business. Do you see the encroaching steps of tyranny coming our way, folks? And they're not coming under a Biden presidency. They're coming under a Donald Trump presidency. They're coming under Republican and Democrat governors both. This isn't just a Democrat issue. It is both of them. And if we don't get that kind of thinking out of our head and look to the law and say, no, 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 Mr. Republican Governor, Mr. Democrat Governor, Mr. Republican President, Mr. Republican Congressperson, Mr. Democrat Congressperson, Mr. Senator, Democrat, Republican, the law says this, you are not to go beyond that. And start removing these people, impeaching them, getting them out, judges too, and dealing with them according to the law, then what makes us any different than the people we're pointing our finger at as being lawless? I'll end with this little antidote. There's a great film out. It came out early 2000s before Kiefer Sutherland became Jack Bauer on 24. And a friend of mine, Brian Godawa, uh, he wrote uh, a screen, he wrote a book, I think it was a, no, it was based off a book, uh, a true story that happened in World War One, and it was called "To End All Wars." And if you watch it, within the scene, the, the prisoners of war are are gathered together in this Japanese prisoner camp, and there's a guy there. He's teaching them. He's having like a university, if you will. He was, a, I think, he was a professor, if I recall correctly. And what he did was he would teach them certain things. And then at the end, you know, near the end of the movie, he was going to have a graduation for them and all this kind of stuff. One of the things he did was he started off with the, the scripture verse that talks about um, unless a, a, a grain of wheat falls into the ground and dies, it cannot bear much fruit. Or if it does, it will bear much fruit. And that was something that resonated throughout. It was it was a bit of the gospel within what the movie was presenting, which was tremendous brutality based on emperor worship and evolution, that somehow the Japanese were the superior race in, in this particular scenario. And by the way, this is where they built the famous uh, railroad of death, uh, you know, the railway through through Burma. And they used these prisoners to do it. And one of the things the guy looked at the guys who were there, he asked them a question. He said, what if you could seize the power plate. What if you could get the weapons and you could be over those who are imprisoning you? What would you do? And the rage that came out of these guys, we would kill them, we would do this, we would torture them, we would do the things they're doing to us. And he goes, well, then what makes you better than them? Nothing. Nothing makes you better than them. This is that kind of mentality, guys. This is where we're at. When we abandon the law... We abandon all sense of justice. The law is there to protect. It is there as a mercy for those who are not violating the law. It is a threat to those who are. And the Bible tells us that the law is there to drive us to Christ. So I hope that the law drives you to Christ, not to a political figure but to Christ today. And if it does, guess what you're going to do? You're going to say, wait a minute. We want the bad guys dealt with, and we want them dealt with according to the law and according to justness. Not according to your lawlessness, not according to you looking like you're the bad guy, the big bad guy. We want it dealt with according to the law. With that said, I told you that was the last thing I was going to have. You guys have a great day. Uh, again, we'll have a pre record show with Lynn tomorrow. Be in prayer for her and her daughter. Again, has had uh, surgery, and um, so be in prayer for them. And uh, hopefully, Lord willing, we'll talk to you in how many hours? 22 and a half, all right? You guys have a good day. See ya.